0: 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 and begin at verse 1 Just going to read a few verses here down to verse 4 and it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them other beside the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea that is on this side of Syria. And behold, they be in on Tamar, which is Gedai. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. When we look at this portion of the scripture tonight, we open the scripture, we find that Jehoshaphat, the king, a godly king, a man of God. He is surrounded by the children of Moab, the children of Ammon. And the Bible says also besides them, there were the Ammonites. They came against Jehoshaphat to battle and we could assign, because we're not dealing with Amalekites today, we're not dealing with Ammonites, and we're not dealing with uh, the, the children of Seir, and, and Mount Seir, and Moab, and of those, the, but we do have battles, many would yeah, say that's the truth, I we have it. battles, yeah. and and we could assign names to these enemies tonight that would apply to us personally, we could say that on one side was financial trouble, and then there was a health problem, and then there was family problems, and there was a tax on your character or attacks on the ministry and and here's the worst part of it all. The Bible says, I'm reading it to you, that they all came at once. Yeah. Come on. They all came at once. Now it's one thing to be attacked by the enemy in one area but the Bible says these groups came at once. Anybody ever felt like you were in the middle of an attack that, in other words, you were surrounded by It was on every side. Every way you looked, the enemy was there. You turned to the east, and there was the enemy. You turned to the west, and There was a different enemy. You turned to the north and there was no relief. You looked to the south and it looked hopeless. And and I know by the spirit of the Lord, I had another word that I was going to preach. But I know by the spirit of the Lord that there are some tonight that are in a situation just like Jehoshaphat was where you are surrounded. The enemy is on every side and you're looking on every side and no matter what's happening, you find no relief. You go over here and you fight with this enemy for a little while, and it looks like you beat him down some, and you beat that enemy down, and then all of a sudden you look up and all of a sudden he is reinforced. And God reinforces yeah. yeah. come on. Yeah. And I know by the Spirit of God, I'm talking to somebody who is in that situation tonight. You love God, doing your best to live right. Reading your Bible, praying, coming to church, tithing and so on. You're doing everything that you know to do. But the truth is you're in the fight of your life. There are fights and then there are fights of your life. Yes. There are little fights and there are big fights. Yes. There are little problems and there are big problems. Yes. There are little devils and there are big devils. Yes. And you're in the fight of your life and you don't see any sign of let up or relief. You engage one enemy and think maybe you're making some progress and all of a sudden you look and he's reinforced and comes on strong. And then comes those people. Oh, thank God for these blessed people. Bless their darling hearts and stupid heads. (laughs) (laughs) That they feel it's their ministry to come and tell you How bad it is. As if you don't know already. As if you don't know already. That you're fighting for your life. As if you don't know already. That's taking everything you have. Just to keep your nose above water line. As if you don't know. That you're fighting for everything. That you have for your family. You're fighting for everything that's within you. For your health. You're fighting for everything that's in you. For your ministry. And for your future. As if you didn't know. Somebody has to come and tell you. So the Bible says here they came, they came and they told Jehoshaphat, and what did they say? They're coming, a the great multitude against you. Oh, thank you very much. I needed that word. When you're in a fight of your life, you know you're in a fight. Right. But here comes those people that think uh, and I and, 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 and just want to tell you how bad the devil is and how mean the devil is and And they magnify everything the devil's doing. And notice what the scripture said. And Jehoshaphat, a man of God, feared. Yes, he did. He feared. Why? Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, but so does fear come by hearing. Mm -hmm. And the greatest weapon Satan has is fear. Because fear will open the door to sickness, it will open the door to disease. To depression, to oppression, to worry, to anxiety, to stress, to confusion. Fear will steal your joy, it will steal your peace. Fear will bring you into bondage mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Fear is a child of the devil. The Bible said God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Come on. He did not give us a spirit. Fear is a spirit. It's not just a feeling. It's not just an emotion. Fear is a spirit. It is a child of hell. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. In 1 John 4 and 18, the Bible says fear has torment. And I don't care who you are tonight or how spiritual you are or how anointed you are, at some point in your life, you have to face off with fear. The only way to win, to conquer, and to move forward is to conquer the spirit of fear. That's right. The finest and the first thing Jehoshaphat did when he was attacked, the, the first thing he did when he was attacked by the spirit of fear was he turned to the Lord. Yes he did. Oh Hallelujah. I want to go congratulate him, pat him on the back, man. Thank you for showing us the right thing to do yes. in a in a in a in, in a trial, the right thing to do in a test, the right thing to do in a battle. Thank you for showing me what to do. He turned to the Lord. That's the first yes. thing he did. Yeah. Amen. So many times we turn to everything else. We go here, we go there, we try this, we try that. And then finally, when all else fails, we pray. Come mm-hmm. on. Somebody said we're gonna we, we better pray. Was somebody else said, Well, has it finally come to that? Well, it should have came to that at the very first. That should have been the first line of defense. He finally, he first of all, turned to the Lord when he was attacked. He feared, but he made the right choice. He feared, but he ran to God. He feared, but he set himself to seek the Lord. And he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So I want to say something tonight. God has given, and I said it in the morning service, God has given to the church everything we need to win in life. Yes. Yeah. Right. He's right. given us everything we need to overcome in life and advance the kingdom of God. Our weapons are not weak. The Bible says they are mighty through yes. God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination, yes. and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Our weapons are powerful yeah. and they are yeah. mighty, but yeah. they don't do you any good if you don't pick them up. Come on, right. that's good. Right. They don't profit you. They won't work if you don't pick them up. Come on, tell somebody. Look at somebody and tell them. Pick it up. Pick it pick up. up. You've got to pick it up. See, as far as you're concerned, it will do nothing for you if you don't pick it up. We lose many battles as Christians, not because the enemy is greater, not because he is smarter, not because he has better weapons, but simply because we do not take full advantage of what we have been given. Yes, that's right. The devil is not greater. The Bible says greater is he that is in us than he yeah. that is in the world. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The devil is not greater, but he wins many times battles because we don't avail ourselves of the weapons of our warfare. Right. Because we don't take the weapons of our warfare. We don't put on the blood of Jesus. We don't put on the shield of faith. We don't put on the helm of the salvation. We don't take the breastplate of righteousness yeah. and the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith. And many times he wins simply because We don't avail ourselves Of what belongs to us You gotta pick it up So the first thing he does He launches the weapons Of prayer and fasting Mm -hmm. Hallelujah Mm -hmm. Prayer and fasting Everybody say fasting. fasting If you're serious about Wanting a breakthrough in your life Then get serious about fasting If you're serious about wanting a breakthrough and seeing a breakthrough in your family, then get serious about fasting. My wife told the story this morning about about my brother-in-law, her her youngest brother that's here with us tonight. And about how that in his uh, bondage and in that time that he was away from God, that God laid a fast on her heart. A 21-day fast. And God moved supernaturally through that through that fast. And fasting multiplies the power of prayer. Yes. It magnifies the power of prayer. Hallelujah. In Isaiah 58 and 6 it tells us. The power of a fast. It says it will loose the bonds of wickedness. It will undo heavy burdens. It will let the oppressed go free. Yes. And it will empower you. To break every yoke. Yes. So he fasted. And prayed. Prayer is powerful. But if you want to see things Really. Start moving. Add fasting to your prayer. Amen. Because fasting has the ability to magnify the power of prayer. Amen. It's like a magnifying glass. Jehoshaphat did something that a lot of us are too proud to do. He cried out to the Lord. I said he cried out to the Lord. Yeah. He cried out to the Lord, something that a lot of people are too proud to do. But see, there's something powerful in a cry. There's something powerful in a cry. See, a cry is an acknowledgement I need help. A cry is a recognition that human effort is not enough. And the cry, that cry created an avenue for God to move into Jehoshaphat's situation. See, in the Bible, in the book of Psalms 107 11 through 13, It said, because they rebelled against God's words, they contemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore, He brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. Then the Bible said, they cried unto the Lord. They cried unto the Lord in their trouble. And what happened? He saved them out of their distresses. They cried unto the Lord, and He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death, and He broke their bands in sunder, all because they cried out for help. There's something powerful in the cry. Yes. The Bible said in the book of Psalm 34, 17, the righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their trouble. Some of you haven't got delivered yet because you ain't cried. Come on. Mm-hmm. When you get desperate, you don't, you don't when you get desperate, you don't have time for the King James prayers. Come oh, on now, when you get desperate, you don't have the time for, oh Lord, as I know it that thou sittest upon the circle of the earth. <laughs> oh Lord, as I know it that thou art greater than thou canest do all things. <laughs> when you get desperate, it's God, help! I need help! Yeah. Help, Lord! God, help oh. me now! Yeah. Yes. See, that's what Jehoshaphat did. Yeah. He cried unto the Lord. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. See, yeah. too many people are proud, too proud to cry out to God for help. Because what seems to be weakness is actually the most powerful thing you can do. Yeah, that's right. Good. Cry out to God. Yeah. Confess your weakness to him. Tell him how much you need his help. And then I want you to look at something in verse 14 and 15. Verse 14 and 15, something happened. Something began to happen. The Bible says, then upon Jehaziel. The son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jeho, the son of Methaniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God for the anointing. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, Hearken, ye all Judah. Now he's speaking by the Spirit of God, yeah. he's prophesying. Hearken, ye all, Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou, King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you: Be not afraid, O oh hallelujah, nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude; for the battle is not yours, but God's. Hallelujah. See, the Spirit of the Lord comes upon Jehaziah and he begins to prophesy. Some of the most important, critical moves and decisions in our lives and our ministry personally were supported and undergirded and actuated by the Spirit and the power of a prophetic word. Thank God for the prophetic. The Bible said, despise not prophecy. Thank God for the power of a prophetic word. I'm telling you, a word in season, a prophetic word from God yes. can change everything. Yes. All you need is a word to get you out. All you need is a word to get you through. All you need is a word to get you over. You need a word. Tell your neighbor you need a word. You need a word. You need a word. Here's what he says. He begins by saying, thus saith the Lord. Yeah. Well, I like that. Thus saith the Lord. See, I want to tell you right here tonight. A thus saith the Lord changes everything. Amen. Right. Oh. I feel the anointing. In I said, a thus saith the Lord changes everything. Yeah. I don't care what the banker is saying. Oh. I don't care what the lawyer is saying. Yeah. I don't care what the family advocate is saying. I don't care what the economy is saying. I don't care what the oh. government is saying. I don't, oh. don't care what the doctor's reports are saying. What a thus saith the Lord changes everything. Yeah. You a word, all you need yeah. is a word a word from yeah. God yeah. Will yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 hallelujah the power of the word yes. doesn't matter what people say what the economy is saying, what the government is saying I want to know, what does the Lord say Amen. cause one word from God changes everything one word from God, talk to Peter about it it'll make you unsinkable one word from God will turn famine into plenty, it will turn sickness into health it will turn weakness into strength and drought into flood. And it will turn nothing into too much. Yeah. That's what one word from God can do. Amen. One word from God will open closed doors. One word from God will set captives free. One word from God, all you need is a word. All you need is a word. Jehoshaphat was desperate. What did he need? He needed a word. Come on. Hallelujah. He needed a word. He went to God. He fasted. He prayed. He sought God. He cried out to God. And what did he get? A word. Yeah. Yeah. All you need is a word. Yeah. word. One word. Word and, word and Matthew 8 and 8. The Bible said a centurion came to Jesus. On the behalf of his servant who was sick. Jesus said, I'll come. Yeah. I'll come. I'll heal him. But the centurion said to him. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. He said to Jesus. You don't have to come. All I need is a word. Right. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Woo! You don't even have to come, Jesus. Thank you that you would come. But you don't even have to come. All I need is a word. Just speak the word only, and my servant shall be made whole. That's right. good. All you need is a word. Come on. Yeah. All you need is a word. In verse 20, Jehoshaphat says, This is Jehoshaphat now. He's, work, he's operating with the word now. He says in verse 20. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall you be established. Believe his prophets. So shall you prosper. Mm-hmm. This is what he said. What is he talking about? He's talking about operating on the authority of the word. They just got from Jehaziel. He's talking about stepping out on the authority of the word. God just gave him from Jehaziel. As the spirit of the Lord came upon him. Hallelujah. He says, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Thank God for prophets. Thank God for men and women who walk close enough to God that they can hear his voice. You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. The scripture says, speaking to believers, you may all prophesy. The scripture said speaking to believers that we should all speak with other tongues as the spirit gives utterance. The spirit tells us, the word of God tells us, speaking to believers, Holy Ghost filled believers, that we can all interpret messages in tongues by the same anointing and the same spirit. You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. There are different levels of prophecy. Ezekiel chapter 37 began to declare the will and the word of God that he had heard from God. When he began to open his mouth and declare that He was prophesying. Come on. When I know what God has said about my life, when I know what God has said about my finances, when I know what God has said about my health, when I know what God has said about my ministry, I can open my mouth boldly and prophesy and decree and declare what the word of the Lord is and command it to come to pass. Yes. Ask of me of things to come concerning my sons. And concerning my, the works of my hands, command ye me, God said. All you need is a word. Thank God for the prophets. Thank God for men and women who live close enough to God. That they can hear his voice and speak his will. All through the Bible. I challenge anyone who disagrees with it. All through the Bible, read it. It was the prophets that gave instruction and direction and correction to the kings. To the kings. And the children of Israel. The Bible said that the church is built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Now what did the prophets say? I said all you need is a word. What did the prophet say? Well. I said all you need is a word. And how many knows when you ask God for a word. He may not give you the word you're asking for. <laughs> Come on God. You say, God, I need a word. So here comes the word. Go out against them tomorrow. Yeah. Lord, could you reach back in that bag and maybe jumble it around a little bit and maybe <laughs> hey, pull something else out? Like, <laughs> yeah. go hide in the mountains and I'll take care of it, and then two or three days later, I'll call you and you can come out. <laughs> Go out against them. That don't make sense. Come on, we're talking about a number the Bible talks about, them and says they're like grasshoppers. They're like the sands of the sea. They're surrounding them. Right. They're enemies that are from every every part, every area, and they're surrounding them. And the and the prophet, the man of God, he says, "Go out against them." And then he says, "This. Set yourselves, stand still, and see." The salvation of the Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you one of the hardest things you ever do is stand still. Come on. That's right. What he's saying when he says, Set yourself and stand still, he's saying, Don't move in the flesh. Come on. Come on. Remember, God told David? David was getting ready to go up against his enemies, and God said, Go over and wait. Wait. And when you hear the sound of the going on in the tops of the mulberry trees he said then stir yourself up because then I'll go with you I don't know about you but I want God to go with me I found out that all activity is not God activity I found out that all movement is not necessarily progress I want God activity and so he gave them that instruction to set yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. And Jehoshaphat, the Bible says, he appointed singers to praise the Lord and the beauty of his holiness. And when they went out and began to sing praise, to do the most ridiculous thing. How ridiculous does that sound? How ridiculous is that? To go out in front of an army that is wanting to cut your head off and start saying, "Oh, praise the Lord for He is good." Oh, we praise you, Lord, in the beauty of Your holiness. I mean, that, that doesn't make sense. I mean, How knows God don't make sense sometimes? That don't make sense. But here is something: the Bible says what I said the Bible, says. the Bible says. So you know I'm not reading out of the Sears and Roebuck catalog. The Bible says, and you read it for yourself, that as they sang, when they begin to sing and praise the Lord, verse 22, when they begin to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments. Right. Oh, hallelujah. He ambushed them. <laughs> the Holy Ghost ambushed. He set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Oh, hallelujah, come on. While they began to praise the Lord, while they began to lift Him up and glorify the Lord, the Lord set ambushments against them, and they were smitten. Literally, they turned on one another and killed each other. God confused them, and they began to kill each other. I'm trying to tell you, praise confuses the devil. It confuses on, the man. devil when he throws something at you that he expected to take you out. He expected to kill you. He expected to steal your joy. Come he expected on. to steal your faith. He expected it to knock you down. And you start praising God in the middle of your hell. You lift up your voice and you say, "Praise the Lord for He is good and His mercy endures forever." And you begin to praise the beauty of His holiness. It confuses the host of hell. It sends shockwaves through him. The devil don't know what to do with a praising saint. The devil don't know what to do with a man that will praise God in the middle of his fire. He don't know what to do with a woman that will praise God in the middle of her fiery trial. It confuses him. Mm -hmm. You want to confuse the devil? Praise God. When the devil throws something big at you, just begin to praise God. When the devil attacks your finances, just begin to praise God. When the devil attacks your family, just begin to praise God. When the devil attacks your ministry, just begin to praise God. It don't make sense Come on. Mm-hmm. to praise God when all hell is breaking loose. Yeah. When I was a kid, my grandma would be out hanging her laundry on the clothesline didn't use the dryer, she used the clothesline. She believed the sun was the best dryer. So she put this clothes out there on the line. One day the wind came and blew them all down and it all fell in the dirt. She said, well, praise the Lord. But that going not make any sense. (laughs) Grandma, why are you praising the Lord? Because your clothes fell in the dirt. She said, son, I'm not praising God because the clothes fell in the dirt. I'm praising God because he's good. I'm praising God because he's been good to me. I'm praising God for all the things he's done for me in my life. Hallelujah. I'm not praising God for the trial. I'm not praising God for the fire. I'm not praising God because I enjoy it and because I want more. Oh God, that was a good trial. Could you whip me up a bigger one? Oh Lord, could you just send something heavier my way? Lord, I just really need a good workout. Come on, no, come on. No, I'm praising Him because He's God. I'm praising because I love Him. I'm praising because I believe in Him. I'm praising because I trust Him. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah praise confuses the devil. Oh, listen. You've got to understand something about the devil. He is a general. He has a kingdom. The Bible tells us he has a kingdom. Yeah. There's a kingdom of righteousness. There's a kingdom of darkness. There's the kingdom of God. There's a kingdom of Satan. Yeah. And he has a structure and he has an order. He has a hierarchy. He has generals. He has leaders. He has captains in his army. And praise breaks up Their line of communication. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And when you break up the enemy's line of communication, Uh he has nothing but confusion. That's right. That's what happened to these armies. They were all operating together in order, had strategy, had a plan, but all of a sudden the children of God began praising Uh because they had a word. They began praising God in the middle of that trial. And all of a sudden, instant shockwaves through that army and through those armies. And it began to bring total confusion and totally disoriented them. And broke up their lines of communication. And they started fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah, right. Now listen. I want you to know tonight. Churches aren't the only place where there's fights. There are fights in the devil's ranks too. Demons fall out with one another. They get upset with each other. They get aggravated with each other. Mm -hmm. They have fights. Mm -hmm. And they especially have fights when God's people go to praise Him. Come on. Come on. That's good. Come on. Hallelujah. They come over here to the church, Bethel Community Church. They come walking around out here. They got their plan all hatched up. They got their strategy all figured out. Okay, this group, you go over here and you take care of that group. This group, you go over here and you take care of that group. This group, you go over here and you make sure this, they don't get too crazy over there. You go over here and make sure that this don't get out of hand over there. And so he's got his order all going on. And then all of a sudden we get in here and we start blessing God. And we start praising God. And we start lifting him up even though we're going through trials. Even though we're going through hardships. uh, Even though we're in the fight of our life. uh, And we start praising Him. And we start lifting Him up. uh, All of a sudden those devils get confused. uh, All of a sudden their lines of communication get all broken up. uh, And they start beating up on each other. And they start running into each other. And they start saying, watch out stupid. Where are you going? What are you trying to do? Get out of my way. you uh, And they start getting in each other's face. uh, And they start getting mad at each other. And they start fighting. That's what the Bible says. I didn't say it. It confuses your enemy. Yes. yes. Amen. good. Uh, Amen. Now look. And when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, what is Judah? What is Judah? What does that mean in the Bible? Praise. Judah, praise. Did you know it was Judah that got Joseph out of the pit? Reuben got him in, but Judah got him out. Yeah. Yeah. You want to get through the wilderness? Put Judah out front. Yeah. Yeah. Judah has to lead the way. Praise. When Judah came toward the watchtower, when praise came towards the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude. And behold, they were dead bodies fallen to the earth. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Some of you have been having a fight. Some of you have been fighting stuff. You've been warring. You've been struggling. You've been wondering how in the world you you can take care of that enemy. You want to get rid of that enemy. Get that enemy out of your life. But the Bible says... When they began to praise God. They looked into the area. They looked out where they were. And they were all dead. All dead. All dead. Yeah. Not one escaped. Yeah. Think about it. Started out. They were totally surrounded by the enemy. Now the Bible says. Not one escaped. None escaped. I know you're a wonder, And you might be able to take care of one or two of your enemies. Maybe even three or four. But well, you can't take care of all your enemies. Because you don't know all your enemies. Some people you think are your friend or not your friend. Some people. So, uh, see if you don't know all your enemies. There are some enemies that are hiding in the closet. Yeah, come on. There are some enemies that have never come out in the light of day. For you to know who they are. They're talking about you behind your back. Yeah. They're doing their stuff behind your back. You don't even know who they are. You don't even know what they look like. But God said, you don't have to know because I know. God said, I know where they live. I know what they drive. I know what color. And I'll take care of them. Yeah. your praise. On. Not one of them escape. Well, right. And you acted like you ain't got no enemies. <laughs> not one of them escaped and I could shout right there we could go home right there and have a party God's going to take care of my enemies I got a word I'm going to bless him I'm going to praise him he's going to fight my violence he's going to take care of my enemies and he's going to get all of them Mm -hmm. he's going to get the ones I don't even know about Mm -hmm. he's going to get the ones that are in hiding Mm -hmm. he's going to get them all Mm -hmm. big ones the little ones Go get them all. I can get happy about that. That'd be enough for us to go home and say, Thank you, Lord. You're fighting my battles. But that's not where the scripture stops. So I don't want to stop there tonight. The Bible says, None escaped. God took care of all their enemies. When they praised God, He turned the whole situation around. When they praised God, God took care of their enemies. Won't you just lift your hands for just a minute? I feel God doing something. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, God. You know who they are. You know, God, the enemies of this ministry, Lord. You know the enemies of your people tonight, God. You know who they are and you know where they are, God. They're not hiding from you. And when they praise God, the whole situation turned around. When they praise God, God took care of their enemies and in the very same place, if I say the same place, say it again, the same place. Said, yeah, I want you to get that in your spirit, same place. same place in the very same place where the devil said it's over yeah. uh-huh. come on. in the very same place where the devil said there is no way you're going to get out of this uh-huh. come on. in the very same place where he said I've got it all sewed up, I've got you surrounded, in the very same place where the devil said it's all my victory, in that very same place where the devil said you're going to die they all die And in the very same place where the devil said, it's going to end, God, they broke into the miraculous. In that very same place where the devil said it's over, they tapped into the realm of the supernatural and God fought their battles. Not only did God fight their battles. Not only did they tap into the supernatural and God began to fight their battles, but they tapped into a realm of supernatural provision. Yeah. Amen. Can I tell you tonight that for some of you, the highest thing on your list of priorities for things that you need God to do for you is the lowest on His list of what He wants to do for you. Mm. Oh, mm. it's good. come on Thanks. There was some kings that said, God, we need water. Our animals are dying. We're dying. We need water. God said, I'll give you water. I'll give you water. But that's just a little bitty thing. That's just the list. That's the lowest thing on my list of what I want to do. Because when I get through blessing you, you're going to have water. You're going to drink all you want. And you're going to go in and you're going to whip the Moabites. You're going to take over their land. You're going to stop up their wells. You're going to cut down their trees. You're gonna throw rocks on top of every piece of ground. I'm gonna bless you coming and going. Because the list, the highest thing on your list of what you need God to do is the lowest come on, on his list. Come on of what he wants to do. That's good. Yeah. Uh, good. Woo! Lord, Lord. Did they need God to help them? Yes, they did. Did they need God to take care of their enemies? Yes, they did. Did God do it? Yes, he did. But he didn't only take care of their enemies. They broke into supernatural provision. Yes. Well, let's read it. And Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them. And they found among them in abundance both riches mm-hmm. everybody say riches. riches can I tell you right there God is not opposed to riches uh, yeah. right. Right. God is not against riches no. God is not opposed to you being wealthy no. he's not opposed to you being rich Abraham was rich yeah. Yeah, that's right. David was rich yeah, man. Job was rich yeah, right. God's not opposed to wealth mm-hmm. he's opposed to greed that's right, right. They found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels which they stripped off Whew. for themselves. Every blessing God brings into your life is not for somebody else. Come on. Hello. Yeah. Come on. Hello. Come on. Hello. Some of it God wants to stick with you. God wants to prosper us. Not just so we can bless somebody else, but so we can enjoy the prosperity. God wants to bless you, not just so you can be a channel. There's some people, they don't understand God wants to prosper them. There's some people that have that mentality that they can't really be and have anything. And they can't really be wealthy. And they can't really be rich. And so no matter what God brings into their life, they just channel it on someplace else. That's good. But God wants some of it to stick. Yeah, come on. That's true, God. Hallelujah. How do you think the children of Israel bought? How do you think they built the tabernacle in the wilderness? How do you think they made the golden calf in the wilderness? They made it with the jewelry, with the wealth, with the riches that they took from Egypt. They were rich. God wants to prosper you. Listen to what it says. They stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. That means too much. Anybody believe God can give you a too much blessing? Does anybody believe that God could just dump a truckload of blessing on your life and it'd be too much for you to handle? I'm trying to get your faith up somewhere. Uh-huh. Peter was out fishing one night. He didn't catch anything. Jesus came on the sea in the morning. He said, hey, cast your net over here. And he said, you'll get some fish. Peter obeyed. And the Bible said he went from empty nets to breaking nets. He went from an empty boat to a sinking boat. And it happened in one act of obedience. He went from nothing to too much. He got a crazy blessing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Peter said, "Hey, partners, we need some help. Yeah. We got too much. Yeah. Right? The partners came, brought their boat, got their nets filled. Their nets started to break. Their boat started to sink. That's a too much blessing. Yeah. Wow. Anybody in here can believe for a too much blessing? Yeah. Can you believe that God will give you so much money you want to have help? Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Woo! Too much. Too much. Now listen, listen, listen. We're not finishing. More than they could carry away. that was too much. They were three days right. In gathering the spoil of it, it was so much. In other words, they came out there the first day, got every piece of gold, every ruby, every emerald, every jewel, everything that was of value. They had it wrapped around their necks. They had it hanging on their ears. They had it stuffed in their pockets. They had it wrapped around their ankles. Everything, everywhere they could get something, there was something. And they walked out of there like this. Every one of them. Every one of them. And they came back the next day. Yeah. And did the same thing oh, again. Man. Lord, these blessings are almost wearing me out. And they unloaded it all and went back again. Yeah, right, it right. <laughs> Woo! Come on. I'm talking about. How many believe we serve the same God? Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. see, see, listen, I, I lost some people because we could believe God to fight for us. Mm-hmm.
1: Come on, we could believe
0: that yeah. God wanted to fight for us. Yeah. Yeah. We could believe that God wanted to take care of our enemy. Yeah. We could go there in our faith. Yeah. But some of us don't have enough faith to believe God could bless you with too much. Come on. Yeah. Some of us don't have enough faith to believe that God wants yeah. to expand you and elevate you. Beyond that's the God we serve Amen. three days coming back too much every time too much had to come back the next day get some more come back the next day get some more and they broke in the same place where the enemy said you're going to die it's over That's all she wrote in the very same place where the devil said I'm going to take you out God fought their battles and he not only fought their battles he brought them into supernatural provision I'm telling you tonight right in the same place where the devil, has made your life a living hell. God said I'm getting ready to bless you. Amen. I'm getting ready to invade your life. I'm getting ready to bless you. Woo! Uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Can anybody believe it? Hallelujah! Did you to get on your feet. Well! We're getting ready to do something crazy here tonight. We're getting ready to do something people would say. It is crazy. It is insane. But we're getting ready to do something crazy. Because it's time for us in the face of our problems. In the face of our enemies. In the face of financial problems. In the face of health problems. In the face of family problems. In the face of ministry problems. In the face of what the devil is doing. The worst that hell is doing. We are going to praise God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did he say? Believe the prophets, so shall you what? Prosper. prosper. Listen, he didn't say, so shall you just get out of your mind? Yeah. Well. That's right. Right. Some of you, that's the highest you can believe. Lord, if you just get, get me over out. this hunt. If you just get me out of this bind, yeah. if, you of this bind. Yeah. if you just get me out of this dilemma, God. if you just yeah. have me pay this bill. God said, I want to prosper you. Yeah. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Amen. Amen. See, I prophesy to you tonight. Somebody is gonna praise your way out of sickness. While you're praising God, God is gonna take care of some enemies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody's gonna shout your way out of anxiety, out of worry and stress. Somebody's gonna dance your way out of emptiness and lack. Because tonight is a night of breakthrough. Come on, just get this warmed up. Stick your hands Begin to bless him. Begin to bless him. Begin to bless him. Oh, 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 it's a night of breakthrough. It's a night of breakthrough. I'm prophesying to you tonight. In that place where the devil is trying to destroy your business. I prophesy breakthrough in your business. I prophesy breakthrough in your ministry. I prophesy breakthrough in your family. I prophesy breakthrough in abundance of prosperity and overflow. Hallelujah. I got a word. I'm going to lift him up. I'm going to bless him. I'm going to magnify him. I'm not going to wait. Anybody can shout when the battle's over. Don't wait till the battle's over. Shout. So shall you prosper. So shall God. you prosper. Yes. God said. Oh. Just, lift your, hands. God just your hands. God. You. lift your hands. You, gotta get you ready for this next word. Hallelujah. God said to tell you. He's getting ready to bless you in some unusual uh-huh. ways. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, some people wouldn't have, some Come people on. couldn't have been blessed that day because they would have said, I'm not going to go out there around them dead bodies. Uh-huh. <laughs> I ain't no great robber. I ain't going to pick them jewels off no dead body. Uh-huh. Well, I will. Come on. God says I can have them. Right. Come on. I will. God says I give that to you. Yes. Go out there and get it. That's your spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. See, some of you are too proud. On, You're I too do. proud to get blessed. Come on. on. God wanted to bless you. But you good. let your pride That's get in the way of a blessing. You've got to you? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta understand God can use a dirty bird to bless you. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm.
1: God is right. going
0: to bless you in some unusual ways. Okay. I'm mean, going lift your hands and say, "I'm gonna let you, God." let you, God. I'm gonna let you do it. Amen. I'm gonna let you do it. You can, you can choose a dirty it. bird if you want to send a raven by my way. Yes. I'll take it. That's right. Hallelujah. I'll take it. He Amen. said he's going to bless you in some unusual ways. Can I take it a step further? He said he's going to cause even your enemies to bless you. Who was it that they were picking the jewels off them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was it that they were picking right. the silver and the gold and the rubies yeah. and the emeralds? Woo! Right. was their enemy. God said, I'm going to call your enemies to bless you. Yes. If God tells you to give me $1,000, I don't care if you like me or not. Just don't back up. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is, it doesn't matter if you're my enemy or not. If God wants to use my enemies to bless me, I'm open to it. If God wants to use your enemies to bless you, you need to be open to it. Because this is one of the ways that God chooses to show His faithfulness. And He chooses to show His love for you. That you have praised Him in the middle of your fight, in the middle of your battle. He will turn those enemies around and cause those enemies to bless you. The same ones that curse you. Uh,
1: The same ones that said they'll never go anywhere
0: and they'll never do anything and they'll never be anything. God says I will turn them around and I will send them your way and they will have to bless you if they don't like you. Come on. Come on. Amen. And you have to be man and man and woman enough with God to say it's all right. You don't have to like me. Just obey God. Come on. Amen. Right. The Lord told me to tell you, Pastor. Get ready for some large sums of money to come to you from areas and from people who have already made it common knowledge. I don't like him. Mm -hmm. Come on. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Thank you, James. God says, when they come, it don't matter if they don't like you. And it don't matter if you don't particularly like them. Yeah. Let them bless you, because yeah. they're under command, yes. Thank and they will try not to, but they won't be able to. <laughs> They'll try not to, but God won't. He won't leave them alone come until on. they do. And so, don't be surprised if they don't come in pretty hostile. <laughs> Here. There's $50,000. <laughs> yeah. Put it toward that new church if that's what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Glory. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah. So I said, you're crazy. Oh, no. No, I just got in the word. Yeah. yeah. Come on. I just got in the word. Right. He said, I'm going to cause your enemies yeah, to bless you. People that don't even like you. People that would like to see you dead are going to be used by God to bless you. Hallelujah. And I need some people in this house tonight to just believe God enough that you will praise Him before it happens. That you'll praise Him before you see it. That you'll praise Him, even though you're in the fight of your you're in the fight of your life tonight. You're in the struggle of your life tonight. The heat, the battle is heated up all around you. But even in the middle of it, I'm just going to praise it. In the middle of it. Come on, Come, on, Come, on, Come on church. Come on church. Come on church. In the middle of the battle I'm going to praise you God. Right here Lord in the devil's face I'm going to praise you. Right here God going through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you, I'm to praise you Lord. I'm going to i to praise you yes. because you're worthy. No, no. I feel something breaking tonight. I feel some stuff changing. I feel a shift. Yes, I will do it, says the Lord. Yes, I will do it. If you will lift up your voice in the midst of your trial. If you will lift up your voice in the midst of your fire. And you will give me the praise and the glory that's due my name. Then mark this date on the calendar. For this is the day that I will begin to turn around. Even as in my word, when they began to praise me, I set ambushments against their enemies. The moment they opened their mouth in their trial, the moment they began to praise me, I was activated on their behalf. And even this night, saith the Lord, you have activated me on your behalf. Your praise has activated my annoyance your praise has activated my angels and even now my angels are going forth to bring order to your life and to bring out the enemies and to slay the enemies I will do it says the Lord for you are my people and I am your God and if you will praise me you will see miracles and you will see supernatural completion and christian.